going on? It's Thursday, mother father. Best day of the week. You got NFL football, college football, and golf. Or, you know, like if you're like me and, you know, you like more than one sport. What's up, new guy? I'm the Degenerate 75. I'm a high-limit DFS player who focuses on football and golf. As you can see, the big guy stays quite busy here. Here's my schedule. Yours are, you are, of course, watching the Thursday Night Football Breakdown, but also do this for um, Monday Night Football and a week long on Saturday. So check that out. If you don't know, some big news. I crossed 5,000 followers uh, in less than six months between Twitter and YouTube. And because of that, my do my boy Nuggets is sponsoring a huge giveaway. We're doing four $100 giveaways. Simply just go leave a comment in this video and you get another name on the will. Or you can go like and retweet over on Twitter. It's pinned to my page. Did my first one last night for golf. Going to do the NFL one uh, Saturday. And I'm going to do the college football one Friday. And then I'm going to do one for my Discord. So there you go. Get in there, you mother father. Let's get to where it all starts. Contest selection. As always, if you play in the big $15 tonight, I'll make you a deal. Just play. If you max it, I won't say a word to you. Go play 150. That's fine. If you go put 20 in it, you're you're being a donkey dick. And I can't accept it. I can't accept that. If you want to play $200 worth of lineups tonight, you would be so much better going and playing in this 222, right? That's what you're thinking. Hey, I'll just go play in the 222. I only got to beat 2,000 people to win $100,000. That's that, that is better logic. I will give you that. However, do you see where it says 60 right there? I'm talking to my medium level players tonight, right? You see where it says 60? Why would you play in this 222? Go toss one or two lineups in this, right? Why would you do it when other people can enter 60? Just go right down here and see where there's no M next to it, like for multi-entry, and just go play in the $200 single entry. Uh... Where the hell did you go, $200 single entry? Right here, the double spy. Notice, no multi-entries. So you get to play a $200 lineup. You only got to beat 277 people, 10 grand to first. Go play. If you want to do two $222 lineups tonight, just go play in the two $200 single entries or a $100 single entry, a couple $50 single entries that go with it. That is such a better usage of your money. If you want to make more than three or four lineups, well, then it's pretty simple. Go play Go play in the 20 maxes. Go play in some more expensive. Uh, go play in the 153 max. Go do these. Only enter tournaments where you're entering the max number because you don't want to give up leverage to highly to good players who are going to you know have more lineups than you in a contest. That's not what you want. So that that is your lesson today. As always, look for tournaments where 10% goes to first and then 10% of first goes to 10th. Those are the nuts. I talk about it every week. I'll never quit talking about it. If you don't like it, fucking fast forward through it, you mother father. Hey, I have a contest I do every week. You can, uh, If you win the tournament, it's in the description right here. It's the week-long classic slate for Sunday. If you win, you get to make a free $20 ticket in the Millionaire Maker with me the following week. So hop in there. It's fun. Uh, good competitive league. And second place gets a free month on my Discord. There's worse things in the world, Bob. Uh, hey, while you're there, go ahead and like and subscribe. You can't help but notice the big guy's almost a 2,000 subscriber, so help me get there. Let's get over and run the Sims. Let's look at our tools. The first thing we always look at is the line. 41 points is rather rather low. Green Bay's a three-point favorite, but the big takeaway from this game is these two teams are, uh, how do you put it, slow as fuck, I believe is the term I'm looking for. Uh, Tennessee, uh, only we're only expecting 51 plays, and from Green Bay, we're only expecting 56, which is definitely in the lower half of the league. Which doesn't surprise us because uh, both these quarterbacks hardly ever pass the ball, and the running backs tend to get tons of carries. Um, and so, what we're going to do here, we just we're just going to use the generic inputs. Tennessee's expected to score 19, uh, Green Bay 22, based on it. Let's go look at the optimal results, and what a surprise! What a surprise! Derrick Henry shows up in the optimal lineup. Uh, what is that? A cool 
77% uh, 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 of the time. However, we're expecting him to be owned about 89% tonight. So technically, he would be a negative leverage player, right? Now, does that mean, oh, he's a negative leverage player, I can't play him? No, that means 77% uh, of the time, he's going to be in the optimals tonight. So the key is, how do you use Derrick Henry without using him the same way that everybody else is? That's really where the key is, right? Because I can tell you, most builds tonight are going to be this. They're going to be 4-2 Packers builds. We just know this. They're going to be 3-3 three, three builds or they're going to be 4-2 Packers builds. And in those 3-3 three, three builds, it'll most commonly have a Packer as the captain. And in those 4-2 builds, it'll also most commonly have a Packer. So the first place you can always be different is simply just by roster construction. Play Derrick Henry, but play him in a way that nobody else is playing him. Go play five Titans. No one's going to play five Titans tonight and run it back with one Packer. Go play four Titans with only two Packers as a run back, but make sure to put a Titan in the captain spot. That right there can get you off of... 95% of the field having a similar build to you. So now you can play the guys you want, but you're doing it in a way where you're probably a lot less likely to be in a 500-person dupe train, right? So that's the key. It's not about avoiding chalky players at, at, at showdown. It's about playing chalky guys in a way that other people aren't. That's the key. So as you can see, the mega chalk tonight is going to be, of course, Derrick Henry and then Aaron Rodgers. Uh, are going to be like just far and away. As you can just see, the the, t the total ownership for these two uh, is just night and day above everybody else. It looks like Aaron Jones is projecting to be the third highest. And then from there, really no one else is, it looks to be getting above 40%. So right there, you could just make a stand on on who you're filling tonight, right? If, 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 you're, if you have a strong conviction, I would say out of these three, the one that I, I, that I would definitely consider getting rid of would be Aaron Jones. There's just a lot of game scripts where Aaron Jones gets left out. You do have to acknowledge that outside of the game where he got hurt his last two games he has had over 20 touches he is involved in the the running game he is getting all the red zone carries but there are game scripts where he gets uh game scripted out Aaron Rodgers, you know, you could play the script that maybe Green Bay gets ahead running the ball and then they just lean on the Titans and they just win this game something like 21 to 7 or something like that, right? And so in a game script like that, maybe Aaron Rodgers doesn't get there. Uh, but it's very hard to come up with a script where Derrick Henry does not uh, get there because no, uh, when, when the Titans are ahead, he runs the ball. When the Titans are behind, he runs the ball. And when the game is close, he runs the ball. So it's like he's going to get his touches. He's almost game script proof. So what you need to ask yourself is how is this game going to play out tonight? What script do you like? Most people are going to play this, uh, a, 20, a 20 to 17 type game, right? Just a very average meddling game that doesn't have any fireworks. So what are some ones that you could go with that would be counter to that? Some scripts that you could use to build your lineups that no one else is going to be using. The most logical one would be both of these offenses magically find a shamrock shoved up their ass and actually move the ball. Uh, and so maybe you play like a 28 to 27 game. And when you go put in inputs like that, you're going to find that wide receivers and quarterbacks become way more valuable than things like running backs, uh, kickers and defenses, right? And even third down running backs like Hilliard become way more valuable in those shootout type of environments versus a, you know, a, 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 an Aaron Jones or somebody like that. The other one you could play that probably no one's going to play is the Titans, you know, winning a win comfortably, a, a, a 24 to 10 type game for the Titans. No one's going to play that script. And if you play that, you're probably going to want to have four or five Titans. You're probably going to want to have the Titans. Uh, obviously, you're going to want to have Derrick Henry, a pass catcher, probably their defense if they're only giving up 10 points. And they're probably and Aaron Rodgers is going to be throwing a lot, which means more chances at sacks and interceptions. Right. So use the script that you like tonight and then use that to build your player pool. Right. Don't pick players, pick a script and then pick players that fit that script. That is the key to being successful at showdown football. Um, 
So within that, let's talk about some of these. The first one is it's very rare that you ever get a quarterback at less than 40%. And I get it because Ryan Tannehill's kind of dust. He kind of sucks. But he is a quarterback. And if you don't know, the one thing about quarterbacks, they touch the ball every play. And so if they touch the ball every play, that typically means they have a lot of chances to score points. So I think a great leverage play tonight is Ryan Tannehill. Yes, he's only averaging about 25 passes a game, which is one of the lowest in the NFL. And he's not even that particularly efficient. And he doesn't have very good wide receivers to throw to. So I get all of the drawbacks of Ryan Tannehill. But you got to remember, this is one game. This is what makes Showdown so great. We're not drafting him for the rest of the season, right? This isn't best ball. This is, I need him to be good for one night or just be highly efficient. Maybe he does only throw the ball 25 times, but he has 20 completions and he manages to throw two into the end zone, right? That, that's how Ryan Tannehill gets there. And at 9,600, you know, he's, he's priced just high enough that's going to keep people off of him because you can't get Derrick Henry, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Aaron Jones, and uh, uh, Tannehill in a lineup. You just can't do it. I mean, unless you want to double punt, right? So the Ryan Tannehill instantly becomes a guy that you've got to consider if he fits your builds, right? And there's a couple builds he fits, right? The, the, in, the, in the Titans blowout script or the Titans win comfortably script, a 24-10 game, Tannehill probably gets there. In a shootout script, Tannehill definitely gets there, right? So those are some ways, those are some ways to consider playing him if he fits your script. Uh, over for uh, Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, the Aaron Rodgers. If you're going to play Aaron Rodgers, he's just not running the ball anymore. You probably want to stack him with two receivers. Lazard and Watson are going to definitely be the uh, the two most likely. They're going to be on the field. They're going to be out wide. They're going to get the biggest targets. But if you haven't seen Randall Cobb is back and DK mispriced him at two hundred dollars, so he's going to be ridiculous jock tonight. I would bet he gets over fifty percent because you put Randall Cobb in there, you can almost expect a guaranteed eight points. And if you're getting a guaranteed eight points from a guy at two hundred bucks, you're gold. So I think the real play tonight is you either go all in on Randall Cobb, you play him in every single one of your lineups, or you play him in none of them. That would be my stand on him, right? Shit or get off the pot with old Randall Cobb because he's going to make or break the slate. If you can box out 50% of the field just because they're they're taking a zero burger from this guy, not to mention when you play Randall Cobb in your lineup, you basically know what the other guys in their lineup are going to be, right? They're definitely going to have Henry. They're definitely going to have Rodgers. They're definitely going to have those guys because now they have the money to pay up to get those guys because of Randall Cobb at $200. So the question to me all boils down tonight, to Randall Cobb or not to Randall Cobb? He does probably have a role cut out. He is going to be their slot receiver. He was doing fine before he went on injured reserve. So that's up to you. I'm not here to tell you who to play or who not to play. I'm just telling you that that choice will largely make or break your night. But I can tell you this. For all of you like, well, I got to play dollars. Well, I will tell you. Alan Lazard, Christian Watson, and Robert Tanyan will all probably see as many, tar- probably more targets than him. So in that logic, he is probably their fourth wide receiver. And don't forget that maybe they uh, bring him back a little bit slower and you see some Sammy Watkins, right? So there is a path to Randall Cobb getting a zero burger at $200. And you're like, well, it's only $200, doesn't matter. Well, it does matter, right? Because like that, that, anytime you have a zero, even from a $200 guy, you ain't winning no GPP, you mother father. So that is a way to block out probably half the field if he doesn't do anything tonight. Something to consider. But I also get that, like, hey, he makes my lineups work. And if you're playing a shootout and you want to get a bunch of expensive uh, pieces in the game, Randall Cobb really makes that lineup work, doesn't he, brother? You could also go play the Slogfest. And if you're playing the Slogfest, a guy like Mason Crosby, Josh Lambeau, and the defense has become way more valuable than wide receivers do. So that's something to consider if it fits your script. I don't give a shit what your script is. I'm just telling you, make one. Uh, if you're playing the other side for Tennessee, 
Ryan Tannehill, I've already talked about. Derrick Henry is, of course, the nuts. But my favorite plays over from Tennessee, I think Dontrell Hilliard could fit a lot of scripts that you might be looking at, right? Uh, Tennessee playing from behind. Uh, Tennessee in a, uh, a in a very high-scoring competitive game. He fits both those scripts. At 3,200, I think he's probably the best leverage play on the, on the slate that no one's going to consider. Traylon Burks is just due for a breakout game. I, I've just been a believer all year, and I will tell you this, I've been wrong all year, but I just believe that he is clearly their number one receiver. He's their only talented receiver, so he's going to get there. And if you want another pass catcher, I think, you, of course, you got to look at Nick Westbrook-Akina and Bobby Trees, right? But, uh, man, these guys are gross. Man, these guys are gross. Uh, 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 let's see. Where the hell is he? Is it, wait, did I miss something? Is Robert? Oh, there's Robert Woods. Okay, 6,800. He's overpriced. And so is Nick Westbrook-Akina. But because they're overpriced, sometimes that's the best reason to play them, right? Because they're overpriced, that's going to keep their ownership way, way down. And so that's a way to get a guy that's going to be on the field and you just need one broken play. I'm pretty sure we saw Nick Westbrook-Akina catch like a 70-yarder last week on a broken play. That's all you need. And now all of a sudden you got there and you got a guy that's probably 20%. Uh, lastly, you know, AJ Dillon, I'm just kind of sold that he's dust and he's not going to get there, but maybe green Bay gets ahead and they're just running the ball. And in a script like that, where he gets two touchdowns and you have him as the captain, he's a nuts play. I would do this. I would not play AJ Dillon at all, or I would play him in the captain spot. If he fits my, uh, Packers win comfortably script, because that's going to be a way that you could have a green Bay player that is going to be not very highly owned. And if he falls in the box twice, not only is he getting all those points, he's counterfeiting, uh, Rogers, Jones, Lazard, all those other highly owned pieces. Something to consider. So there you go. That is your that, uh, that is your breakdown of the slate. That is uh, some sleepers. That is some scripts. And that is some highly leveraged plays. Do with it what you will. It's your lineups. You got to make them. You got to think through the process. Please just do me this one favor. Make good contest selections. And don't just arbitrarily pick six players. Pick six guys or six positions, six players that work well together. That is the key, right? Hey, if you like all this, I will be doing a special stream tonight for my Discord. The Discord is connected through my Patreon, the best community out there. Uh, come join it if you want. It is growing every day. Uh, if you're not, just enjoy the free shit here on YouTube. But just remember, no ads on this video, so at least give me a like, you mother father, and tell a friend about me. Also, reach out to me anytime on Twitter. I do not take myself too serious. I will give you a thoughtful response and not blow you off. Uh, and, you know, give me a follow, because now we're pushing towards 4,000, you mother father. I hope you kick some ass tonight. If you do, send me a screenshot. Best of luck to you guys. I hope you enjoy my outro, you mother father. Mm -hmm.